What's up, everybody? We are back with another episode of Herder Deer. I am Justin Price, and with me, as always, Ben. And it's actually been a while for both of us. So we're not going to waste time to start talking about the past couple of games for the Bucks. How, how, how was your weekend? My weekend? What did I do? Actually, it's pretty laid back, to be honest. Yeah, pretty laid yeah back. yesterday, just chilled out and hung out with my girlfriend. And then today, pretty much the same hung out. I caught the first half of that the OKC New York game. So, this is probably one of my more chill weekends, thankfully. How was yours? I've just been drowning in misery. Can you care to elaborate? <laughs> well, just with, with our losses. Oh, yeah. It's getting it's getting, yeah. getting out of hand. <laughs> it just, it just ruined, ruined the Christmas spirit for me. Maybe you need to watch It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you might need to watch that New Year's Eve NBC. Get your, get your spirits back up for the new year. Yeah, so I guess we can start to address this misery. So the Bucks for the past three games versus the Pelicans, the Bulls, and the Rockets, they've all ended in losses. So I guess you want to give like a brief synopsis of some takeaways from some of the games that you watched, Ben? You know, I think it's a lot of the same things we've been talking. You know, I, I, can li- I can live with the loss to the Rockets. Yeah, the, yeah, me too. Yeah, I can live with it. Um, it's just one of those things. We're giving up open corner threes. We're giving mm-hmm. up easy shots. We're our traps are getting beat. You know, and mm-hmm. it's I don't know. I just we're, I'm kind of throwing just fly, you know feel on the fire here. But our we've toned back the trap defense a little bit as the season has gone on. But what we're doing is not working. Right, <laughs> it's not working when you've got when you've got teams like the Bulls who really don't have. I mean, who's their best player? Bobby Portis. <laughs> Portis, probably. Right. Yeah, the career high. I mean, when you have teams like the Bo- the Bulls just destroying our defense, I don't know. I mean, I don't – if you've – you know, if, you, uh, if you're a new podcast listener, um, you know, I've been say- – I've had a lot to say about Sean Sweeney. Yes, you have. The schematics of our, what our defense are. But, yeah, I think a lot of it just kind of goes with the with the, the defense, the coaching. I, I feel like we're getting decent effort. Um, And the other thing I was going to say, and now – this is partially due to just injuries. It's it's hard to beat NBA teams when you're starting Gary Payton the second. Yeah, and that'll kind of, that'll kind of lead into our next topic here. But it, it just legitimately is it's hard to beat actual NBA teams when you have GP two in your starting lineup. Right, especially like some people wouldn't even consider him a two. No. So it's like it's like so you're gonna play Bledsoe and then throw an undersized two guard. Because the average two guard in the NBA is what six five, <laughs> if that maybe like six seven. Right. So, yeah, that's just the issue, right there in itself. Yeah, and you know, I I guess Malcolm Brogdon hasn't earned uh you know that starting role, and he hasn't earned you know getting up into the thirties for minutes, which mm-hmm. seems a little little bit odd to me that we have a guy like Malcolm Brogdon and we're giving away some of his minutes to GP two. Dude, but, this I, I was. The games that I've watched, like when the the start of the games, I'm I was actually telling someone the amount of different rotations kid uses, it's kind of mind boggling. It is, and it, what's crazy is if you look at like the advanced stats. So any lineup that includes five of, and I, I know we we don't have Snell right now, but okay, Eric mm. Bledsoe, Tony Snell, Malcolm Brogdon, 
Thon Maker, John Henson, Giannis, Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. Any lineups with those, we are excellent. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I I guess we just aren't going to, you know, we. I don't know if our coaches really look at it. I mean, I, they, I'm sure they look at, you know, advanced statistics, obviously, like they're paid professionals and they have a professional staff, but it's almost like they're too stubborn to like actually say, oh, th- these are the lineups that are working. Right. Honestly, you see that a lot of sports where coaches and management, they don't use common sense. It's like they want to make things a lot more difficult than they really are. Yeah. And I guess, you know, Brogdon got up to 36 minutes and, you know, and like you only had five minutes, uh, 529 from GP2 mm-hmm. last night. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a lot, I think it's just a lot of the same problems, and I think one takeaway from these th- these three games: Tony mm-hmm. Snell is a really good basketball player. Mm-hmm. He is a really good basketball player, and I think that's one thing we're really seeing. Yeah, especially he's one player he truly knows his role. Like you don't see him taking the ball, trying to go off the dribble, shaking and baking. You know he's going to give you consistent defense, and you know he's going to knock down his jumpers. So, uh, I'm disappointed with Rashad Vaughn a little bit. I I do think <laughs> you, I do think you still give him minutes. Mm-hmm. I think he just I don't know. I I feel like he's one of those guys that like he mentally struggles when he's in and out. I feel like if you let him play enough games, like he's gonna start hitting. I mean, he's creating things. He's super athletic. Mm-hmm. He seems to be playing decent defense from what I've. You know, obviously not perfect, but mm-hmm. he's fast. He seems to be getting in front of the guys. He seems to be understanding when to go over picks, when to go under picks, those mm-hmm. sorts of things. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So defensively, yes. But from the past three games, I there's just this this like looping video in my head of him taking a three and it just you know, banking right off the glass. Yeah. Not not even hitting rim. I was like when you when you're thrown into games and you're you're not even like a the third option. That's that happens a lot in the NBA. So well, yeah. it it also depends on the player, but he he just never seems to be able to get into a groove, and that just goes to you know having limited minutes. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but like the game on Friday versus the Bulls, just like as a whole, like Robin Lopez was going to work, and he's like, he's one of the. The big guys in NBA who I think is just a huge stiff. Like, he does have a little bit of skill, but, like, the, he was doing, like, he looked like Hakeem Olajuwon out there, like, up and unders, hook shots. I was yeah, like, good he, grief. <laughs> what's really I, – I actually, he appeared on uh, – I don't know if you've ever listened to the Sports Illustrated podcast called Breakaway, mm-hmm. but they, they brought him on literally as a role player. Like, he was just talking about, like, what it's like – to be a role player and to have someone like him who's kind of made a career of doing the little things, mm-hmm. just he just demolishing, you know, Thon Maker. I mean, Thon, he was just eating Thon for lunch. Dude, and like the one thing that I did, I guess you could say you respect about the Bulls was that they kept feeding him. Like every single possession, they went right you're, back. You're secretly happy that the Bulls won, right? Okay, dude, it was dude, it was weird. When I was watching a game and – and every time, like, remember that and one Meritage had? Yeah. Yeah, like, when when he made that, all I could do was really, like, smile. Because I was like, this is, this, this just reminds me of the Bulls last year of not good enough to ever even come close to contending, but not 
not trying, not being the bottom of the barrel, just being mediocre. But you know, it, honestly, it was it was a little joy, but a little sadness. Well, just a little sadness well. on just the fact that you know the Bucks had an issue beating a Bulls team with no superstar whatsoever. Well, hopefully they can continue to lose some games so that they can uh, be able to draft Leangelo Ball with the first pick. Do, do you want to open that can of worms? Because I do. <laughs> no, I, so Ben, give me. Give me your thoughts. I, I know you love the Ball family, but please give me your thoughts about this, about the whole situation. So if you all aren't familiar, LeVar Ball, he took his son, LiAngelo, out of UCLA. And then he also, so LaMelo, which is the 17-year-old son, the youngest son, he was already pulled out of Chino Hills, but he, himself and LiAngelo will be playing professional ball in Lithuania. So Ben, please talk to me. Please. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, it, it's one of those things where I think LeVar has gotten them this far that I, I still think he knows what he's doing. Like, I don't know. I, I think the UCLA route would have been better. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, like with these big collegiate programs, like they know how to get players to the pros. You're going right. to be learning the right things. Right. I don't know, but I, I mean, if you look at like that model, like, okay, I mean, look at players like, uh, Emmanuel Moutier, Brandon Jennings, like mm-hmm. players that have done the overseas for a year, mm-hmm. it hasn't worked that well. Because like if you look at those overseas leagues, they're just very different than the NBA. Yes, they are. But I, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like I still feel like Leangelo and Lamelo, Lamelo are talented enough that like they're, they're gonna be able to get into the league. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I feel like Lavar should have just stuck it out. Like you know, Leangelo, even if he's not like playing mm-hmm. he's still you know maybe like what he comes back halfway through the year like you're still you know you're still in workouts you're still in film you're still practicing like i feel like you're still improving you know you're still adding muscle mass right so i don't know i i and, kind of a dumb dumb decision but mm-hmm. I, I i think it'll all end up being fine honestly i, I think they'll both get into the league but wait I you think, wait, wait, wait ben you think leangelo will play in the nba I think he'll. Play, I I think he'll play in the NBA. I don't know if he'll be like a top five to top ten pick or anything, but I think he'll he'll find a way in. Ben, I think he's a. He'll be a great player on a G League team. Because okay, so wait, but Ben, wait. So how? T- he's how tall is he? Six? What? Six four? Six five? I think he'll find a. I think he'll find a role. I mean, he's a little different guy, but. I he, I think he's the best at the little things of the ball family. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he'll find. I'll th- I think he'll find a way in. I'll have to agree to disagree. Now, right. now Lamelo. I think. I think he still. I think he has like the chance to play in the NBA, just because like his skill level is surpassed the people that he was playing in like in AAU games. But I think sometimes. We as like American people, I think we kind of over, like we overemphasize like oh they're gonna go play against these men and and these professionals, but at the same time like the the level of competition of these men is not even close to say an elite college basketball program. So it kind of no. speak it kind of speaks to your point. It's just college basketball is an excellent breeding ground, and more likely than not. If you do play college basketball at a high level and you are you're slated to be a a lottery pick, like the chances of you, you know thriving in your one year of college and in the NBA is a lot more likely than playing in a league. Yeah. And Lithuania. It's not like he's name. It's not like they're playing in like the Euro League. 
No, yeah, it's not like it's the yeah. Well, I mean, I think about Leangelo. I mean, he's he's six six. He's two forty. Like he's got some size. He can shoot. Like I, I kind of see him as like a role two player. Mm-hmm. Like I still think I think he he probably the best is the best defender of the three of them. Uh, I think I think he'll make it. I don't think he'll ever be an all star or anything in the NBA, but mm-hmm. I think he'll make the league. That remains to be seen. And just one more point before we move on to. No other Bucks related topics. I th- if so, if Ben Simmons was a rookie last year, if he had played last year, I think that we would be calling Lonzo Ball the potential rookie of the year at this point. And and I think that it, it's kind of annoying how much criticism he faces. The guys had how many triple doubles right now? At least two. Yeah. Like he's had, well, dude. How many rookies can you go back and say have had triple doubles in their rookie year? No. Yeah, he 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 had the youngest of all time and the second youngest of all time. Right. Yeah, I, I, I people people are just gonna hate like just because he's received so much press. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you've got to look at some of the things like he's at two point seven turnovers per game, which mm-hmm. for seven assists, I mean that's pretty good. And right. I think that's you're, that's even gonna go down. So I I think he's getting. I mean, he, like you know, when you have a dad like Devar, you're gonna get criticism. But I still believe I. Got, I don't know. I it gets tricky because like okay, do, do, I mean, do you count Ben Simmons as the same like class as him? No, and I hate that. I, I hate that that counts because like yeah, like okay, Ben Simmons is gonna get Rookie of the Year. Ben Simmons is better that he's probably gonna have a better career than mm-hmm. Lonzo, right. no doubt. Yeah, but I still think that Lonzo brings a really unique skill set to the NBA. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a really good player. And yes. if you look, think if you think about like how rare it is for a one and done rookie to be a starting point guard. Right, exactly. Like it's very rare. If you look around the league, like even like when Michael Carter Williams, he mm-hmm. had been in college a couple of years, not mm-hmm. just one. It's very rare for you know Lonzo turned just twenty the other week. You know, it's really rare for a, just a fresh twenty-year-old to be running a team at the point guard. Right. You know, and so it's not like you're playing pickup ball. I mean, you're going against <laughs> Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving every night. Right. Right, and even like you see, you saw with like Darren Fox. He's starting on the Kings, but even even took him a, f- a few games before Dave Yeager decided to finally start him. So that just yeah. it just speaks to not many one and dones get the opportunity to be starting point guards on an NBA team, good or bad. Yeah, I I think I still I still this is kind of how I thought the season would go. Honestly, I mean, if you look if you look at the summer league, like he I mean he had the best summer league probably in the history of the summer league. Mm-hmm. I think the I I think there's gonna be some good things. I'm not discouraged yet. Like I think, I mean I don't I don't know. Do you think at some point he's gonna to need to change his shot? Yeah, because then then people just start giving him that Rondo treatment. Yeah. Where like unless that. he hits it though, like he shot well in college last year. So we'll see if his you know shooting percentage regresses to the mean. But right. yeah, I don't know. Lavar Ball can keep doing Lavar Ball things. The one thing I do have to say though is I really do hope they have him in the celebrity game. No. Yes. Dude, I, 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 no. But I know, you know, honestly, knowing just for ratings and whatnot, he's going to be in it. <laughs> Think how funny that would be. Dude, that'll probably be the, like the, one of the most highly watched celebrity games. Because, like, now he's a name. He's not even a name known just in basketball, he's a name known in pop culture. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So we'll I see, guess we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely have to um, stay on the the Lithuania and Leangelo, Leangelo and yeah. Lamelo update. Yeah. So kind of going into our 
next next segment. So, so sort of related to we're talking about point guards and just two guards in general. There have been mentioned that there was news that we might be getting rid of GP2 so that we can yes. have Kilpatrick on our team. So how do you feel about that? I like it. I've been a bit fan of Sean Capaccio for years. I mean, he's been he's one of those guys like kind of like DeAndre Liggins that mm-hmm. you know he's a little bit older. He's twenty seven. He's been kind of that borderline like G League NBA mm-hmm. for for five years or so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like he's lights up the summer league. He's had some good. You know, is he a great player? No. Is he ever <laughs> going to be a great player? No. But I like him a lot more than GP two. the The issue I have with GP two is, can can you tell me what he's good at? I would say primarily he's just he's a he's a better defender than anything. Is he a good defender? I would say I would say he's not like you. You're not just gonna like you can't not just gonna blow past him. But he he's he makes a lot of poor choices. Like he's yeah he's athletic, but like he doesn't really seem to understand picks. He doesn't. I don't know. I don't think he's a good defender. I'd rather have Delhi. I'd rather have Delhi play defense. I'd rather have Liggins playing defense. Well, no, I would rather have Liggins playing defense. I. I don't know if I would rather have Delhi playing defense. I'd rather have Delhi playing. De- Delhi at least knows how to be in the right place. Like, but even then, if he but, shouldn't. I don't know. I don't De- know. To me, Delhi finds himself. Sometimes his defense is not defense. To me, it's just like it's like sporadic hacking. Yeah, but that's, I don't know. At least he. I don't know. I I'd rather. I I, I am very happy not having GP two on our team. I don't More, want anything to do with him. So. More happier than not having one row? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you look at, like, his stats, like, when he's been in the league, like, last year he only had 4.9 points a game. He had 16 games. But, like, he averaged 13.1 for Brooklyn in 16-17, uh, appearing in 70 games, Sean Kilpatrick. So, mm-hmm. he's he's always been someone that lit up the summer league. He actually put in the Bucks squad a few summers ago for the summer league. So, I'm excited, especially with all these injuries. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of to the point where, like, I don't think our defense is a personnel problem anymore. <laughs> like, I don't think Sean Kilpatrick's known for being a defender, but mm-hmm. I don't think a, a problem. I don't know. I don't think we'll be any worse with him. Yeah, no. I, I don't think it's a personnel problem at this point. Right. So I, I actually was just looking. So it says that an hour ago, Sean Kilpatrick to sign with Milwaukee Bucks on a two way contract. You know, I yep. guess. I don't know. I guess, yeah. He's like a. He's somebody that can. I don't know. He's sturdy. He definitely he can shoot the ball. He's not gonna blow by you like off the dribble, but like, he's somebody. He's a solid. If you give him again, you, you give him enough minutes, ten to ten to thirteen, fourteen points. Kind of know yeah. what you're gonna get from him. So. The most recent, well, actually, I was reading up today on some rumors involving Jabari Parker, mm-hmm. but here, here's here's a rumor for a trade for the DeAndre Jordan saga, which is still happening. Mm-hmm. We give up Sterling Brown, John Henson, Mirza, DJ Wilson, and a 2022nd rounder, and that we get Patrick Beverly, who's injured, Bryce Johnson, and DeAndre Jordan. How do you feel about that? I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, really, like the most valuable asset there is probably what DJ Wilson. Right, and at this point, how much value like do we really see, or do other GMC and him? So, yeah, I yeah I would take that. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I I don't like Wilson that much, but, like, I don't like giving up your first rounder just like that. But mm-hmm. if that could get, get us DeAndre Jordan, I would – I don't know. Dude, because that changes we'll everything. Yeah, and it's going to be tricky because, like, obviously he's a wanted commodity in the league, but, like, there's not a lot of teams that would be able to take on the contract. Mm-hmm. And would that would and would risk so kind of I don't know we'll see kind of like the Eric Bledsoe I mean as the time goes on the deal get, you know it gets cheaper and cheaper. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of funny though, like you know before the season we start we were talking about the Paul George deal, mm-hmm. and honestly the the Pacers probably won out on that Oladipo. I I don't know. Yes. If you had to pick Oladipo or George on your roster right now, who who would you pick? You said if I had to pick between if I was just a GM and I had to pick between Oladipo yeah. or George. I mean, I, I would still pick Paul George. I still would too. But but, but like the past couple of weeks, Oladipo has been smoking. It's amazing how just not playing with Russell Westbrook, who's a horrible player, just makes you a lot better player. It is. Like play like I would. he just seems so much more freer. <laughs> like yeah. he looks like who he was at Indiana. That's what I'll say. Yeah. That's, that's all. Yeah, it's well. We'll see what happens. And you know, some of these trades, you know, it's I don't know, kind of a. a we'll, we'll see if there's if if DeAndre Jordan goes on clearance within the next week or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the the issue I have. Like I like him a lot. He's one of my favorite players in the league. But like I don't think that solves our defensive problems. You still think it's that? I, it's more I think you could have now. the. I think you could have the the five best defenders in the league on the floor, and we wouldn't be a top five defense. Isn't that pathetic? <laughs> like I, I don't think I mean like having DeAndre Jordan, the, the, that's not going to solve people shooting co- wide open corner threes, you know. Man, people jumping, flying past offensive players on pump fakes. Everyone just scrambling around. Rotations yep. poor. I don't know. Well, what else we got today? So I guess just. At this point in the season, you want to talk about surprises. So one team that yeah, I'm, one team I'm surprised with, are the Houston Rockets. So I, I really I wasn't yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm surprised that I knew that they would be good. I didn't know that they, I didn't think that they would be this good. And like Chris Paul and James Harden, James Harden's ability to play together, and then. The amount of threes that they're they're getting up is just absolutely insane. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. And they actually, in defense, they lock up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of surprises. I feel like a lot of it's kind of gone. I, 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 you know, I'd say this. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll say the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, after Gordon Harrow went down, I didn't think that they would be the top of the East. I'll say the Celtics, but that being said, I still don't think they're a true contender. Still, <laughs> I think they're I think they're out coaching every team pretty much. Uh-huh. But I think once you once you get into the playoffs, like it's harder to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I just I I I feel like uh like if if Isaiah Thomas is healthy, I feel like the Cavs are gonna still win four one four two. Yeah, I need to see I need to see the Cavaliers at full strength. Because like even though like they've they've been on a tear these past few weeks, they haven't played anybody. Twenty two and eight. So I don't know. I'm still not sold on the Celtics. Like as a contender, like I think there's only I think coaching can win you games in the regular season, but in the, once you get to the playoffs, it's just a different game. 
when you're playing a seven game series. Right. And I guess in one thing with Boston, they don't have that much depth. Like Cleveland, as much as I don't like Cleveland, they have a lot of depth. And yeah, some of the guys are older players, but they still bring like championship level experience. Yeah. So we got Ben Simmons. He's kind of a surprise, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, run, runaway for Rookie of the Year. 17.3 points, 8.9 rebounds, 7 point assists. So he's borderline averaging a triple-double as a quote-unquote rookie. Isn't that insane? It is. That is nuts. And, Not like, and, 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 to, and to think, he's doing all of this without a jump shot. <laughs> yeah. Like all of it. Yeah. I think he's going to kind of follow the the path of LeBron and Giannis, kind of be that type of player. Same. His ability to get others involved. And, you know, like people say, like, even like people, I've heard people say with Giannis, oh, well, for him to really like become, like, a great, he's going to really have to work in his jump shot. But I always tell people, well, if you can't stop him going left or right, how much do you need to work on your three-point jump shot? Yeah. You just need to, just if you can hit 40 to 45% from at least from like if you can hit 35% from three or even 30% from him I think that's fine because again like we have shooters on our team for that reason he's gonna be an all-star as a quote-unquote rookie now that's crazy that's crazy that hasn't (laughs) hasn't happened I think since like what Blake Griffin think so yeah that's insane so we got a couple games this week. We got the Cavs on Tuesday and then back-to-back against the Hornets. What what are you predicting for this week? I'm going to go one and two. One and two. Yeah, I think the Bucks will lose the game versus the Cavaliers. Then I think they'll beat Charlotte at home, and I think they'll lose to Charlotte away. Okay. Just because, because they, they've lost to them in the past away, and then also can, coming off a of back-to-back. But I know, We always struggle against them. Always. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely all we definitely have matchup issues, but I I yeah, know, but maybe that'll change just this time because now we have like an a, like a solid point guard who can stick with Kemba. Yeah, they actually are somewhat similar players. I mean, Kemba's more of a shooter, but they're both short mm-hmm. and fast and just right. make stuff happen. I've always liked Kemba Walker. He's so shifty. Yeah, I'll I'll go two and one. I don't know which two, two and one. Be. I'll be opt- I'll be the optimist here. You said two and one? Two and one. Two and one, okay. I'll be the optimist here. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> Don't you lie that in a week later, you're like, uh, I was wrong. Yep, I'll probably be wrong. But I guess the good news, even at this point right now, the players were to start, the Bucks would make it. That's my. I, I I feel I I know we're gonna make the playoffs. I have no doubt in my mind we'll make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But so where I do you think we'll land? I don't looking at. The, I don't know. I yeah, see, like, yeah. I I feel like a, a lot of a lot of it just regresses to the mean, and mm-hmm. we 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 do have one of the best rosters in the East. So, will we get that? You know, three or four seed we were hoping. Probably not. But mm-hmm. I I have no doubt in my mind we will make the playoffs. Oh yeah, they'll make it. I'm thinking five, six range. And like, but again, I mean, there's things like you—you you know that Embiid or Simmons is gonna get hurt. 
you know, there's just a lot of teams. Like, you know, a lot of teams are not going to be able to stay where they are. Right. Even so, like the, like, I don't know. I don't, I know the Pacers been playing, I guess, better than people would expect this year, but I still, I don't know how I feel about them long term. No. <laughs> no. 538's got us at 68% making the playoffs this year. 68? It's kind. Of, it's kind of. I mean, I guess it's like kind of somewhat high, but it's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> well, yeah, like you've got like the Heat higher than us, the Pacers are higher than us. Disrespectful. So, and I feel confident that we'll be ahead of both of those teams because, like, and I feel like as the season goes on, it, it kind of depends on. It kind of gets down to like what what superstars do you have? You know, right? To an extent, I mean, other than the 2013 Atlanta Hawks, right? But like the Kyle Corvus. I, I always like to make fun of that team. That was one of that. That was like the. That was like an anomaly you I had never seen before. That was like the most overachieving regular season team I've ever seen. Yes. And then they got swept, which I predicted. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, that was disappointing. Well, what do we got? Anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it. Well, hey, thanks for listening, heard of your fans. Please tell your friends. Uh, sorry for the little lapse of time between episodes here. And then also, make sure to always check out herdofdeer.com during the week when we're not doing a podcast because there's usually a, bo- a blog post going up and we're just discussing kind of that's more of the day-by-day of the team. So definitely remember to check out herdofdeer.com for a fresh blog posts. We were just I just we just were writing about if Chris Middleton's gonna make the all star game or not. Do you think he will? You gotta go you gotta read the read the blog post. I can't oh, so that, I can't I can't give anything away. So that was the call the call to action. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well hey, that's I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. So have a good week. Thank you all thank you all for listening. Have a good week. Bucks and seven. Bucks Maybe, and four. Go. All right. (laughs) Peace.